Hi, I'm Beck. And I'm Paul. And this is DVD Clutter. Hi, Paul. Hi, Beck. Welcome to my house this time. I know. How exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm just holding the DVD we're about to look at. Which we both have a copy of. We because both. Because everybody should have their own copy yeah. of this week's movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, a classic. I uh, think it is it a is classic. It is a classic. I think this is, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, is this like the most like classic that we've done? Well, we did Buffy, so... Yeah. Uh, it's debatable, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we've got like the exact same copy here. We do. Australia's Heath Ledger. Australia's Heath Ledger. I think yours is a little more faded than the one I've got, is it? Yeah. Heath is more tanned in your version. Yeah. In my version, he's a bit more pale. Yes. So not your uh, version, we should clarify. No, this is, yes, it's my wife's um, DVD. Yeah. Uh, however, as a household, we owned it on VHS as a kid. Ah. And it had the exact same wrapper. Do you still have it on VHS? It would still be at home, yeah. Right. Well... Should we get straight into it? Do you think our yeah. listeners know what we do on this show? I, I hope they do. If they don't... Quick um, rundown. No, listen to last week's episode. Because oh. it needs the <laughs> listens. Oh. <laughs> and we go through it at the start of that. Cool. That's fair. Sure. I think that's fine. If not, we're a podcast about getting rid of your DVDs. Because yeah. it's an obsolete medium. It is. Yeah. So get rid of it. You don't need them. We watch them and we decide to keep them, send yeah. them to an op shop. Or confiscate them with some pot and a bag of Cheetos. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Put them in detention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this week we are doing one of my films, um, mm-hmm. but it turns out you did have it as well yep. in your house. Um, which is good. Which is good. Is it on any streamers? Ooh. Oh, it's, it's not mm. on the streamers. Probably because it's so popular. They're like... Mm. And it's Disney. Oh, and it's Disney. So Disney's... At the moment, I don't know what's going on in other countries, but in Australia, Disney's pulled like all their stuff from all the streamers. And have started up Disney Plus, but Disney Plus only has like kids' stuff and The Simpsons. That's weird. Uh, they so must be in the works. They must it. be they're, having some. They're rolling something out. Yeah. But um, haven't it's told a, us yet. It's annoying at the moment. Yeah, really annoying. Mm. So lucky we, luckily we both have it. I actually have a confession to make. Mm. I did not watch my DVD. Really? Yeah. Oh no, because there's some quality early DVD stuff going on here that we'll talk about later. Cool. That's yeah. good that you watched it then. Do you know how I watched this movie? You just acted it out with, with Peggy. <laughs> it was just you and Peggy doing every scene from start to finish. She would make a good cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she would. She's got that real resting bitch face going on. <laughs> um, no, but that is not what happened. We mm. went away last weekend and we walked into our Airbnb and there's a bunch of DVDs right mm. near in the bedroom of the Airbnb. Yep. Next to the bunch of DVDs is a bunch of VHSs. What? And at the top of the pile, VHSs, was 10 Things I Hate About You on VHS. So you watched on VHS? So I watched it on VHS. Oh, that is huge. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, wow. I know. It was actually super exciting. It was like all old school. We had to rewind it. They had this. They had an ad for DVDs at the start. That was amazing. <laughs> because this must have come out right at the, yeah. the, the changeover point. Yep. Because our DVDs, we both yeah. have the same version of the DVD, and there are no special features on this. No. It is purely what you would have got on the VHS, transferred mm-hmm. straight onto disc, and That's... put into a thinner cover. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, we popped it into the uh, VHS. Laura did some technical investigation to mm. figure out how to get the VHS working. We got it working and we watched it on VHS. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty epic. Yeah. I thought you'd be excited to hear I'm that. I'm so excited. Yeah, especially about because in our last episode, you talked about having the VHS mm. at home. Yeah. That's where you grew up having, or someone must have bought it in your household. Yeah. So it lives on. Mm. The VHS lives on. That is great. In a small Airbnb in Mount Beauty. <laughs> Did you rewind it? Yeah, we rewind it, of course. When you finished? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you that's, can't. That's a that's, bit of a dick move if you I don't know, rewind right? it. Yeah. yeah. And it hardly took any time. In my memory, the rewind button and then you were sitting there for like Forever. hours. But it yeah. literally took about three minutes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, and they had other VHSs as well. I took a photo of them, so I'll put it up on the on Instagram. Insta. But yeah. they had like... Some of the old Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I should have taken it. No. No. Nah, right. She would have known. Yeah. For sure. I'd get a bad rating. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously it's such a novelty for us. I imagine other people would also turn up there and be really thrilled at that. Yeah. Yeah. Hipsters, right? Yeah. <laughs> not us though. We're no, not hipsters. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So that was really cool. That's how we watched it. So that's how you watched it this time. That's how I watched it this time. You need to tell me, Beck, how did this film come into your life? That is a really good question. I don't remember the first time I watched this film, Mm -hmm. but I remember being really excited to buy it on DVD. Yeah. Um, Probably one of the first DVDs I would have saved up to buy. I think I bought it from Sanity in sale. Brilliant. At the Gippsland Centre sale. Sanity just outside of Target. You know the one. Yeah. Do you have a real Target or do you have Target Country? We had a real Target. Mm, Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, sale's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. A moment for sale. Um, so I bought it from there, and I remember I also loved the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But when I don't think – I never bought the soundtrack. I always wanted to buy it. And I remember DVDs were so new at this time that I remember seeing somewhere on here it says – it's talking about the copyright, and it says something like includes – the soundtrack. This film and its soundtrack, including the soundtrack. Where does it say? Comprised in the DVD, right down the bottom. Oh, yes. The film, including the soundtrack, comprised in this DVD, is licensed for home use only. I remember reading that because I must have read over, like, who reads that? It's so tiny yeah, at the yeah, bottom. Yeah. But I must have read over absolutely every single part of this DVD. I remember reading that and thinking, maybe the soundtrack is included. <laughs> like, maybe because it, it's a CD as yeah. well. Maybe yeah. I can have the soundtrack included as part of the DVD. Did you try putting it in your CD player? I don't think I did, but I yeah. thought it would be like a special feature or something. Yeah. But no, that is not the case. It just means the soundtrack as it plays across the footage Yeah. over the movie. So that was a bit disappointing. But I do love the soundtrack. Every song yeah. is perfectly placed yeah. and just builds the story so well i really love it yeah that's how i got it that's fantastic yeah and i've always been yeah i must have watched it so many times hundreds and hundreds of times yeah at every moment when we watched it this time i was like oh this is my favorite bit oh this bit's my favorite bit i said about 10 times i think just all the different things that were happening were just so yeah brought back so many memories of watching it and loving it and Yeah. yeah Oh, yep. same for me. This yep. was so it was Claire's VHS growing oh, up. Oh yes, and of course. She also had the soundtrack CD. Oh, she did. Yeah. Lucky. I know, right? So, um, definitely something I heard a lot. I also remember being on car trips and just doing full scenes with Claire in the back of the car, <laughs> just acting them out. Just, yeah. Oh my yep. god, that's so good. Um, which we did with a few films. Happy Gilmore was another one. Yeah. That we'll get to. But yep. yeah, so there was just scenes of this where it just like had sudden flashbacks to know like all the dialogue. Yes, all same. Yeah. The bits like when Joey goes, what does he say? He's like showing her the two. Oh yeah, this is swimwear. This yes, is, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is swimwear. This is tube socks. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
So good. Uh, yeah, for me, it was that scene where he goes over and talks to Joey and ends up saying, I got a dick on my face, don't oh, I? Yeah. <laughs> the other reason we watch this all the time, I feel, is because it's rated PG. Yes. And Safe to show your year nine students. Yeah, and it also meant that, like, on school camps and school bus trips or whatever, it would have been one put that was on. Allowed. Yeah. So, like, everyone would always request this one because it's yeah. kind of, like, cool, but yeah. PG. Yeah. So, I remember. Yeah, I was, it's got yeah. some risque content in there for a PG movie. Yeah. And like the w- dick on the face. Yeah. And the boobs uh, on the tray table. The boobs on the tray table, but also the counselor or the erotic fiction. Yeah, yeah. the erotic fiction. And the pot. <laughs> yeah, and the pot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And the flashing your teacher. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll get to that We'll get one. to those. But before we do, I should probably do a, um, a plot breakdown. breakdown, please. Hopefully everyone knows the story. That's it. Yeah, so it's based on Shakespeare, William Shakespeare. Oh, William. Good old Bill Shakespeare. Um, And this is our first Shakespeare that we've done. It is, but it's not our first adaptation of a classic. No. So it starts off, we're at a high school uh, in America. Mm. And there's a new kid there. Mm. His name's Cameron. Mm. And he's in with the uh, guidance counsellor being introduced to the school. She sets him up with... This guy called Michael. Yeah. Who basically introduces him to the school. Yeah. Shows him all the clicks and stuff. The buddy system. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And while they're doing that, he sees this girl. Bianca. Bianca. Stratford. Bianca Stratford. And it's like, whoa, who's she? He's like, don't even don't even think about it. Out of your league. And also she's not allowed to date. Yeah. So don't and worry about it. She's played by Larissa. Olinik, who yeah. was famous at the time for Alex Mack. Thank you. Yeah. TV show. <laughs> I was like, um, oh, God. Yeah. Alex Mack, yeah. So that happens there. We then get introduced to Kat. Yes. Who is Bianca's sister. Yep. And she is like, she don't give a damn. She don't give a fuck. Yeah. The, I think the first song, the... Don't give a damn yeah, about my bad... don't give a damn about my bad reputation. As yes. we, like, pan into her car and her, like, yeah. you know, badass. And as my wife said, as she was watching... As we were watching this, she's like, it's just perfect. You watch this film, you hear this, and you're reminded of Shrek. You watch Shrek, <laughs> you, and you hear this, and you're reminded of this film. They it's a perfect together. melding. <laughs> yeah. um, Love it. And, yeah, so she just hates everyone. It's like, boo, school, ripping down posters all the time. Yeah, she, prom. she hates the establishment. Yeah. She's big, hardcore feminist. Yeah. You know, hates cliques. Hates the cool kids, all that stuff. you're like, she's never going to date nobody. Yeah. Because the rule is, the new rule is actually. Yeah, so then then we go home and you meet the dad, Walter, who's played by Larry Miller. Yeah. So he's an obstetrician. Yeah. And he's he's a single parent. Yeah. We find out that the mum left them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a sad story about her passing away. She actually just up and left the family. Yeah. And he is asking Kat about this Joey guy, the Bianca, who's Joey's this popular guy. He's a... um, underwear model yeah who's been a real piece of work yeah and cat's like he's a real piece of work yeah boo 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 and he's like new rule as soon as cat dates bianca can date yeah and bianca's like boo and cat's like haha but also cat's a bit annoyed because she's just got accepted to a university on the other on the east coast yeah on the west coast yeah and her dad's like "Uh uh-uh yeah you can't go there i thought we agreed that you were going to go to my old school yeah you know, he wants her to follow in his footsteps. And she wants to go to this Sarah Lawrence. Yeah. I don't know. If you're in America, that might mean something to you. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm guessing it's some good school for writers and oh, yeah. women. On the East Coast. Yeah. So that's all happening. There's all your setup. 
you've got most of your main characters except for one, Patrick Verona. Yes. So played by the very beautiful Heath Ledger. Yes. So Cameron's like still obsessed with Bianca. Yeah. He even tries to learn French so he can be a French tutor. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out a way to get Kat to date so he can date her. Yeah. Michael comes up with this great idea that he's going to get someone to date Kat that they'll pay. Yeah. They'll pay them through Joey. Yeah. So they're going to use third party. Yeah. Making him think that he's doing it so he can date Bianca. Because Joey's got a thing for Bianca. Yeah. He really wants to uh, have sex with her, essentially. He's real sleazy. If from the outside, you can tell that he's like a disgusting person, but she's younger than him. She's like blown away by the fact that this older guy likes her. This older, really popular guy likes her. He's basically, he just wants to sleep with her for a bit at the start too, because someone said he couldn't. So he's like... Yeah, yeah, I can okay. do anything. Yeah. yeah. So they're setting this thing up. So, but they need to find a guy that will date Cat. So yeah. they interview all these people, and they're like, "No way, man." Maybe if we we're the last people on Earth, and yeah. there were no sheep. sheep. Oh, there's yeah. sheep. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um, but then they think about this guy, Patrick Verona, played by Heath Ledger. Yeah. And there's all these rumors going about him, like he was in prison, that he ate a live duck, duck. <laughs> um, and all this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And there's this great scene of him just in the shop class, just like. Touching the fire and looking yep. over at them. And trying and just like lighting yeah. up a cigarette in the middle of class. Yeah, that's yeah. It. And when Cameron approaches him for the first time, he has a drill in his hand and he just drills straight through the textbook that yeah. Cameron's holding. So he's a threatening guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it works out and Joey convinces him to do it. Yeah. So Joey's going to pay Patrick to date Kat so mm. that Joey can take. Bianca mm-hmm. out, but yeah. secretly it's so Cameron can take Bianca out. Yeah. It's a complicated plot. That's it. And guess what? It starts to work. Even though Kat, first of all, is like, nah, no way, Jose. Yeah. She slowly gets one over. But guess what? Pat also gets one over by her oh, too. Oh, it's the old yeah. double back so switcheroo. Start, that's it. So it starts off with them all going to a party. Yeah. Kat gets real drunk. Yeah. And then she's like... I think I like you, but Pat's like, nah, you're too drunk. This isn't so Yeah, real. she like leans in to kiss him and he yeah. and she's just vomited everywhere. So he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. no, let's just wait till you're not drunk anymore. Mm. Which is quite a nice thing to do, actually. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really good mood to all guys out there. Yeah. Um, don't. <laughs> don't take advantage of drunk women. Oh, well, I know, right? Genius. Um, yeah. And then Cam's also a bit annoyed because Bianca is falling for Joey, not him. Yes. Yeah. But then she realizes that actually Cameron's yeah. a good guy and Joey's yeah. a bit of an asshole. Also, she just gets really bored. She hangs around with him for one party. All he does is talk about himself and his mm. modeling career. And she's like, fuck, I'm so bored. And there's that great line where she says, um, he's like asking her, which one do you like better? This one where I'm wearing a black t-shirt or this picture where I'm wearing a white t-shirt. And then she goes, oh, this one, I think it's more pensive. And he goes, damn, I was going for thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> Classic gags. Ah, just the best. But basically to win her back, Heath Ledger... Oh, Patrick, Playback Dodger, yeah. uh, does this his big famous music number. Yeah. You know the scene. Yeah. Dancing the on the song bleachers. by Pat, um, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons plays. Yeah. Yeah. So they're back on winning cards. Yeah. They do a couple more dates, and then he's like, you got to come to prom. And she's like, why do you want to be at prom so bad? Yeah. It's like, no reason. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh, I'm not, definitely not getting paid extra money to take you to prom. Yeah. Turns out she does go to prom. After he has promised that there's nothing in it for him. Yeah. They're at prom. They're having a good time. Cam's come to pick up Bianca. Yep. 
um, and they go off together. But then Joey comes to pick up Bianca too. <laughs> yeah, because he thinks he's just assumed that he's going with Bianca, yeah. even though Bianca never gave him an answer. No. And was already said yes to jo- uh, to Cameron. That's it. So Joey comes in and is like, I'm so angry. You, I paid you money and now nothing's worked out. Yeah, so, so he's, he, he's angry at Patrick. Mm-hmm. So he, attack, he like verbally attacks Patrick and Kat finds out that Patrick's being paid to take yep. her out. Heartbreak. Yeah. Then Joey oh, punches Cameron. I should just say, yeah. in the meantime, we have discovered why Kat has, oh, yeah. has become so such a social outcast because she sits down with Bianca and says, I want to explain something to you. And she says, when I was your age, I was actually one of the pop- most popular kids at school as well. But, you know, I didn't, I just, I'm not doing that life. And she was, and Bianca says, why? And then Kat explains that actually she used to date Joey. Joey. And they slept together when she was about 14, 15. And then Kat said she didn't want to do it anymore. And so Joey dumped dumped her. And then that's why she hates him and everybody. Because she felt pressured into it by the group, I guess, and by him and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why she has removed herself from the complicated cliques and popularity contests that is high school. Yeah. So Bianca's a bit more understanding about that. But she's annoyed that Kat didn't tell her. Yeah. So back to prom. Back to prom. So Joey has ruined that whole thing with Kat and Patrick. They're having a big fight. Then he's gone after Cam and Cam's like, shut up. But then Joey punches him. Yeah. Cam goes down. Cam goes down. And then Bianca's like, no, you shut up and punches Joey. Joey smack in the face. And he's like, oh no, I had a nose commercial. Yeah. Well, she doesn't just punch him once. She punches him once for her boyfriend, once for her sister and and knee in the balls for her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. So he gets his comeuppance. Yep. Cam, knows. Cam and Bianca are together. That's lovely. And then I was a bit worried because I was like, I thought there was some sort of resolution for Kat and Patrick, but it looks like the whole film's finishing. Yeah. Right in the we last have moment, like 10 minutes left. Patrick buys her a guitar and she's like, oh, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess the idea, because that the ending has always kind of annoyed me because it happened. It wrapped up so quick. So quick. So quick. It's like, she, she just says the poem about the 10 things I hate about you. Um, in class and leaves crying and the next thing we know he's bought her a guitar mm. and they're making out in the car park yeah um but i guess I the, I, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, the, yeah the idea is that he spent all the money he made from the deal on the guitar yeah so he really didn't get anything out of it i guess except for her heart mm. it's lovely the end yeah mm. banging soundtrack yeah bang oh, and soundtrack. Then you get outtakes too oh yeah end. you do yeah yeah i like those mm. Maybe what? problematic. Some of the, some are, <laughs> yeah, dated. Yeah. Yes. Like which ones are you talking about? The one where it's the scene where she goes into the kiss. And yes, he's and then he just no, goes for it. And then he just goes for I it. Know. And you're like, that's not consensual. That <laughs> is workplace harassment. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And there's, also the other there's one some where, gay jokes too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I kind of wish I didn't watch them this time. I know. Yeah. Um, it was a different but there is time. a real funny one where they're pretending to drive in a car and one of the crew pretends to be hit by the car. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that one's yeah. good. Anyway, your rose-tinted review. I loved it still. There is definitely things that I, I guess I pick up on more as a young adult and a teacher, actually. There are mm. things that I pick up on. Uh, did I just call myself a young adult? That's very flattering. <laughs> <laughs> As an adult. Yeah. I've got some notes. Shall I talk you through? Yeah. Yeah. So 
the first, all my first notes are just about how exciting it was to watch the VHS. So I'll just skip over those. (laughs) There was the ad for DVDs, which was exciting. I thought the setup for Kat's character using that song and panning. So they literally pan across. No, no, not that one. They pan across from these blonde girls in a convertible, just being like, (laughs) you know, like the stereotypical kind of what you expect to see, which is, you know, somewhat demeaning. But anyway, we pan across from that. And then the music slowly fades into I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. <laughs> and you just see her sitting at her um, at her car with steering wheel. And it just sets up her character really easily, like in two seconds flat. And yep. that's just This is like good the role filmmaking that, or yeah, everyone remembers Julia Styles. Yeah, well, this was her forever. breakout role. Yeah. It was actually a breakout role for a lot of people that we now like Joseph Gordon Levitt as well. Heath Ledger had only done Australian mm-hmm. stuff yep. really before this. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as well. Because he'd done Third Rock from the Sun, but this was his jump to... Film. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, even Michael was played by David Kromholtz, and he's now, you know, like he had that Numbers TV series, and you see him oh, pop up in heaps of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, he's so young in this. <laughs> yeah, they all are. <laughs> Julia Stiles. I love Julia Stiles. I have another movie of hers that we'll do later. But yeah, I just, I love watching her on screen. I think she's great. So, oh, the, as a teacher, the so Patrick. One of the other times when we see Patrick is he's pulled into the counselor's office, and the counselor is played by Alison Janey, who yep. is just the, the best, best at everything she yep. does, and she does this so well. And she talks to him about he, he's like he's getting in trouble for exposing, exposing himself, himself in quotation marks in the lunchroom, and yep. he goes, "Oh, it was just a bratwurst. I was joking with the lunch ladies," mm. which I think. Like, if I think about the way we would react to that now, like, that's Sexual pretty sexualized behavior yeah. and yeah. really inappropriate mm. and suspendable kind of activity. Yeah. So I was like, that's actually not funny. <laughs> no. Yeah. But it's interesting that that's what they chose. Even the bit before that, when she's with Cam in the room and she's writing erotic fiction, still oh, sexual so weird. Like, As in, like, her writing... With, I guess, pornography... At the same time. At as the same time as dealing with a student. Yes, like, yes. That's not... Well, yes. Not yes. on. No, it's not on. <laughs> yeah. I guess he didn't know, though. Mm, yeah. <laughs> St- still. Well, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's fine. <laughs> Please don't write your porn at work. Yeah. That's... Oh, the weird, this was a weird thing when Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Cameron first sees um, Bianca and the Michael character says, put her in your spank bank yep. and forget about her. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to. And then he said, oh, well, I will put her in my spank bank, but I'm not going to forget about her. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? I remember quoting that as a kid. Really? But having no idea what, what it, it meant. meant until this viewing. Because I was like, oh, I remember this scene. And then sort of remember the, ly- the lyrics, the, the words. The dialogue, yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh. I would have said that like all the time just around people. Oh, God, I know. And I didn't know. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I maybe I assumed that, you know, that wanted to spank her. or Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. No. Oof. Yeah, that's right. So that was pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the classic line, I know you can be overwhelmed and yeah. you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Which I, I think you can in Europe. Yeah, I often think it comes from Clueless until I'm watching Clueless or this, and I'm like, oh, no, it comes from this. Well, yeah. It's such a Clueless line. It is a Clueless line. Yeah. Clueless came first. Yeah. But it's also very similar to a line in Buffy from something that I was watching the other day. Um, which Cordelia says and reminded me of this quote and she Cordelia goes first I thought that kind of adversity builds character but then I thought I already have a lot of character is it possible to have too much character (laughs) 
So it kind of was a, a teen speak that was, I guess, permeating a lot of different pop culture at that time. Yeah. Because they were all around the same time. Oh, yeah. And I would say that this probably got a lot of inspiration from Clueless because mm-hmm. it, it does it does have, like, some pretty witty dialogue in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's lots of really little things that just made me laugh heaps. Like, there was just little things that made me love the film. Um, oh, yeah. Like the golf ball the coach getting hit by a golf ball and then later getting an arrow in his butt. Like just these little moments like that are consistent little character traits that happen that are just in the background. Like they they always make the background interesting. It's not like your attention, if your attention moves away from the foreground where the main action is, there's going to be something entertaining happening. That's just it. Which makes it watchable again and again, I think. Mm -hmm. All the little clicks and like, yeah, how they sort of play out in different. Yeah. Yeah. In different scenes. Yeah. Yeah. The other, some of the other little things that I really liked were the random shots, like like just using the camera in a, a little bit more of a playful way, I guess. Like after Joey has that hole drilled into his French book by <laughs> Patrick, then we see a shot kind of zoom out from the hole. Like it's, I don't know, that was just interesting. Yeah. And then also just uh, zooming out from the beer cans, like the triangle pile of beer cans when we're, when we're at the party. So that establishes so much about what has already happened but it's just i don't know it was just an and interesting shot can on, there on top yeah, exactly yeah. yeah it's just very fluid very like mm. the camera was like a character in i don't know a character in the movie i don't know it, it moved with the characters and i guess it kind of kept with that sort of young vibrant sort of feel to yes. it i think that's yeah. energetic mm. yeah another thing that i loved which was just a, a b storyline or even a c storyline was the bogey Lustein yeah. storyline <laughs> so the michael character who's like a bit of a nerd who's showing Cameron around he has this vendetta against a guy called Bogie Lowstein because he used to be a part of their club which was at like a Wall Street kind of club like the young investors yeah yeah like they were all about you know stock market and blah 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 so he plans he's been ousted from the club for some reason that I can't remember he got kicked out of the clique um, so he's planning revenge and his revenge is to tell everybody at the school to come to a party at Bogie Lowstein's house um, and the guy who plays Bogolowstein, Lo- I don't know if I'm saying it right. The guy who plays him is just so perfectly perfect. Cast. Yes, perfectly cast. Yeah. And I don't think um, it's Kyle Cease. His name is. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's just so perfectly cast. He doesn't look. He doesn't do much. He just you know is this character. He walks kind of stilted. He's like really excited about smoking cigars, and he has this kind of laugh that's like a bit of a nervous laugh, but it's just portrays so much about his character it's just so perfectly done and i think that's kind of where this film got lucky because i looked at the director um who is gil junger um and this was his directorial debut and the other stuff that he's done there's nothing it's a lot of teen films a lot of like you know rom-com kind of films but none of it has made any impact on no. pop culture at all no. and i think they just really lucked out with the casting in this film that's it like perfectly every cast. it's just perfectly cast everyone there's no one in there that i think you're wrong for this role or you stand out as not suiting that character everyone is just so perfect in their roles yeah um and yeah i don't know the casting director just did a like fucking amazing job and mm. i think that really made this film it could have gone it yeah. could have just been something like she's all that which was a fine film but it's it's not as stand out for no, me no it is yeah the the cast is the best bit and the, yeah. the writing also i feel has a lot yes, to do with it yes definitely yeah but um but the cast pulled the writing off don't yeah, they that's it 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, what else did I have? I agree that I still really liked it. I felt maybe a bit more guilty for liking it now. I don't know why, because I feel like some of it had aged. A lot of the dialogue's witty, but then there's also just some comments that have really aged that are yeah. homophobic or yeah. fairly misogynistic even from... Well, there was a couple of moments where... To be that. <laughs> like with Cameron, when he gets so... He's like... He gets so sooky when she doesn't mm. go for him at the start. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. are you entitled to her? Like, mm-hmm. just because you've made a pass at her, it doesn't mean she's she has to go for yeah. you. I guess you've put yourself out there, but that doesn't entitle you to anything. And that really annoyed me. I, I wrote, poor little Cameron. Ugh. Yeah. Like, it really seemed like, yeah. And that's just it. It's sort of like, if I put in any effort at all, it's my right. Then it's my right to yeah. get this woman. Yeah. Oh, just two more bits to talk about. Oh, three more bits to talk about. One was when Patrick goes to detention for doing oh, this yeah. stunt yeah. when he sang, you know, when he sang to Kat to make it up to her. And she comes... Oh, the first... We see them in detention and the coach is running the detention and he has this great line, which was one of the lines that we used to say to each other all the time when there's this guy sitting there and his eyes are so red and he's sweating yeah. and the coach comes up to him and goes you look pretty nervous. <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh-huh. yep, your eyes are all bloodshot. And he's like, oh, yeah, yep. You've got pot, don't you? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm confiscating this. And then he takes the, the, the chips Cheetos as well. The, yeah. These two. <laughs> these yeah, that two. was one that we used to quote in the car all you the time. You look pretty nervous. Yep. And then it's a good one to use if you want your siblings' food as well. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm confiscating, confiscating this. <laughs> These two, yeah. yeah, that was a great line. But, then, but on that same yeah. on that same scene, Cat comes in to try and distract the coach yeah. so that Patrick can escape. She's like out the window, tells him to go out the window. So she's talking to her coach to try and distract him. How does she distract him? She flashes him. She decides to pull up her top and show him her boobs. Yeah, and he takes a good look. Mm. it's really weird. Like watching that now, I'm like, whoa, there, if that happened as a teacher, you'd be like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, look away. Straight we away. need to report this. Yep. Come with me to the principal's office. Everyone That's else it. is dismissed from their detention. I'd find two phones and be one phone to your principal going exactly what happened and one phone to the union being like, this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need support. This is not. Or to the parents. I'd be like, what the fuck yep. is your daughter doing? So that was obviously treated as something like when I was a kid, I didn't think twice about no, that. I was like, oh, like, oh, oh hilarious. Yeah. It's like now yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was obviously terrible. And then the other thing was that annoyed me was after Cameron and Bianca have had their kiss after the party, he's still like, you know, pretending to tutor her French and she gets really angry at him and says, when will you ask me out Cameron? Mm. And I was like, why don't you ask him out? Yeah, exactly. Like that. Why does that? They've already had their romantic moment together. Can't they yeah. just start dating? Like, why does he have to ask you out? That just seemed a bit dated mm. as well. In terms of, yeah. it's the man's job to ask the mm. woman out. Well, Cameron, yeah, I think it's probably the character that has dated the most because he's got the less least edge to him. So he sort of likes yeah. him. But he also had that line of. Your girl, your sister doesn't want to date any boys. She must be a lesbian, Ryan. He goes, no, he goes, I actually liked that line. Because he goes, she's not a KD Lang fan, is she? And if you're a lesbian, you love KD Lang. Which I actually don't know that many KD Lang fans, so I'm letting the team down. That fans? No, I don't know that many KD Lang songs. So I'm letting the team down there. But what can you do? Yeah. And apparently if you have black underwear, you want to have you sex have someday. Sex. Yeah, that's it. That's, I learned that through this movie. I did yeah. not know that. Oh, I think, like, 
everyone everyone our generation that. sort of knew that <laughs> suddenly black underwear became like a huge thing it was like a, whoa <laughs> we might cut this out but when you get your period and you're worried about blood stains surely that would be a really black underwear, underwear is the great yeah. <laughs> best color to have i think that's yeah so I, i'm not sure about if that holds up no. i think written by a man yeah yeah but it wasn't it was written by two women Oh, my God. <laughs> Changed by a man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I did know that, actually. Um, I also wonder if it was, yeah, if it was something else, if it was, like, lacy underwear or something. Yeah, like, maybe like, maybe if it was, like, black, like, see-through or yeah. if it's lingerie, maybe. Yeah, but they were like, that's probably too risque. Let's bring it back. Yeah, something. so black yeah. pants. Yeah. And they used the word panties, which mm. I just, like, ugh, that word yeah. is not a nice word. Um, but I think that's all I had. But I just still, I still loved it, even for its flaws. My favourite scene... Like, I know there's, like I was saying to Laura when we were watching it, oh, this is my favorite scene. Oh, this is my favorite scene. Yeah. But so many were my favorite scene. One was when the dad, the dad is just hilarious. And mm-hmm. I think he's a great character and yeah. really well written because he has some really just ludicrous lines, like oh, absurd yeah. lines, but played so beautifully <laughs> by the character, by the actors. And one of them is when he, he gets his daughters to wear the pregnancy belly. So, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want you to wear the belly because he's worried that they're going to get pregnant. So he yep. makes them wear this massive fake belly um that's heavy as well i'm guessing it's filled with sand or something it looks like it's filled with sand and they strap it on so they can feel the full weight of their choices and i love that bit when when he makes bianca wear that and patrick walks in to pick up cat and just goes who knocked your sister up yeah that's it it's just and it's that and it's a cut straight away yeah it's a cut straight away they don't play it for the laughs like Bianca's standing there. She's standing there with her hands on her back, you know, like yeah. pregnant women do, like like she's got a sore back. Um, and she just looks at him, doesn't laugh or anything. It's just played so well. Um, that's one of my favourite. And then all the all-time most romantic kiss of all the films that I think I've seen, maybe besides the final kiss in – the final and only kiss in Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they – when Kat and Patrick go paintballing yeah. and – like, oh yeah, the paintballing scene. The paintballing but scene. But also completely gave people of our generation the wrong idea of what paintball is. Hundred yeah. percent. Paintballing. What the real thing of paintballing sounds fucking awful. It is. It is. I hate it so much. It's weird. Like you actually you have a gun, gun and you shoot paint pellets at people. Yeah. This in this it looks, looks so, so nice. Fun. You just have like little balls of paint mm. and you throw them at each other. Yeah, and that fascinating new thing song plays in the background yeah. and it's really nice yeah. and there's hay bales around yeah. that you can like roll into and it's just the two of you you don't have like randoms. there's no one around <laughs> oh um yes, yes. when i went right. after this when i heard of paintballing i was like oh yeah that's awesome and then when i found out what it actually was it's awful yeah. i hate paintballing I hate i've never been so and i much. don't want to go did you get bruises from yes. it yes yeah i hate it so much last time i went um which was for someone's bachelor's party I just like completely sat in the non-shoot zone for the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to go out there. <laughs> oh yeah, it sounds terrible. I don't want to yeah. do that. Mm. I don't want to do it. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. The film. Yeah. As I said, yeah. There was. I felt maybe a little bit more guilty for loving it because yeah. I was like, you know, oh, there's some stuff in here. But yeah, like everything we say, watch it and yeah, yeah, think critically. Yeah. Acknowledge the time period. Mm. The best year of film, I 1999. Thinking, I like the PG rating shocked me a bit more. Yeah, than, same. And, but oh well. Look, sometimes if I get to show, like, yeah, this is appropriate for year nines. I yeah, think. yeah. it's yeah. a good midpoint. It's yeah, not appropriate. Sure no, I don't know. 
for year I feel like sixes. I imagine. Oh, maybe an M rating, yeah. Do you reckon an M rating? I don't uh, know. I think it's right on the cusp. It is right on the cusp, yeah. isn't it? So there's no special features to talk about. No, but the DVD, oh my God. This is just brilliant. So this is one of the ones that came out, yeah, would have been like the start Early, of early days, yeah. So I used to get this with DVDs in that it was clearly, whoever had made the menus for it really had no idea of exactly what the movie was. Having watched <laughs> it. it was someone, you know, probably in a different country that's yep. just sort of been... Shoved with this job, yeah. So all it is is just the photo that's on the inside of the DVD of the cast all photoshopped together. Oh, yeah. It's just that stretched out and put in different colours sort of oh, around yes. all the different menus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then also inside the cover of the DVD, you have the DVD, like the, the DVD, DVD logo. logo just printed a heap in green. Yeah. And you have the chapter search index. With instructions of how to do this. Press menu on your DVD's remote and you'll be able to select. And the they've chain. given they've given each chapter a name as mm. well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny. It just, just really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was so glad I got to watch the actual DVD of it. Yeah. It's one that I really like too. But yeah, disappointing it's not on any streamers. Disappointing there's no special features. Mm. I wonder if they, they did another release later with I'm, special features. They must have. They must have, yeah. They definitely would. So, a couple other things to talk about. Mm. Did you know, maybe you knew this, I did not know this. Did you know that there was a TV series? Uh, only since researching for yeah. this episode. I watched the trailer. Yeah. No, I started watching the first episode. Wow. Because it's on YouTube. So, if you want to watch the first episode of 10 Things I Hate About You TV series, you can. Oh my God, it was terrible. Well, I read through some of the plots and like... It would be hard to stretch this out, and especially if you're going for a TV sitcom, yes. you wouldn't want to have this arc even finish in a season. So, because they're all sort of the characters are all related to each other through this one premise yep. of the get to, the yeah. get Bianca to be out of date, date yeah. Bianca. If you don't have that going for it, I imagine it seemed like quite a stretch to get them all in the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that outcast Patrick yep. that's talking to us for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it just and the characters who play that looked like typical Disney yeah. teenagers that just I just I guess we have such strong ideas of these characters from this movie because it's just embedded into our brains, but they just weren't believable. Like because yeah. Julia Stiles, she's not. I mean, she's beautiful, but she's not typical. No, and her even her body shape, like she's very thin to the point of like almost flat chested. Yeah, thin, which. Like, probably wasn't a, considered a desirable body shape at that particular point in time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, in the Disney, it was like everything... In the TV series, it was like everything had been... Disneyfied. Yeah, Disneyfied. Yeah. Like, yeah, like princessified almost. Yeah. Like, we've got to make her more attractive in a conventional way. Yeah, it was really weird. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, one of the best things, I think, about Heath Ledger's performance and, I guess, his character is it really felt like authentic bad kid at school. Yes. It didn't feel like the, I've got some eyeshadow on and I'm grumpy yes. all the time. It just felt like yes. a guy that just did not give a fuck. Yes, you know? like yes it was just, exactly. Just like, mm, yep. you know. Yeah, yep. he wasn't wearing a dog collar. He wasn't no. like, yeah, he was totally. Just, yeah. yeah, he was smoking and, you know, breaking shit. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. and he was most, yeah, he just wanted to, you know, work in woodshop and do nothing else. Mm. And... I actually love that they kept his Australian accent in as well yeah. because I feel like that helped maybe 
with the authenticity of his character and I don't know how he was with his American accents at that particular point in time but it can be jarring if there's a bad American accent mm-hmm. in there it can be so jarring it yep. was perfect I really loved that I love that they did that they just wrote it into the story yeah I think the Alice and Janie character calls him kangaroo boy at one yep. time <laughs> which was great and they, they have a reason for it like he spent time in Australia with his mum or, or his mum's Australian yeah. or something like that so just it's very small tweaks that they have to do to the script to accept this certain part of the character in or the actor into the character yeah and i think it works really well yeah and it kind of i don't know for me it really feels like almost a throwback to greece as well yeah like, I, totally I really like, yeah yeah the teen movie yeah yeah, yeah. connection strong yeah um, another character that I really love is the teacher in this as well, the English teacher. Who yeah. We oh, see yeah. most most of the classes that we see. We only see his classes and attention. Yeah. And I just love he's so rude to the students. So, I, guess, yeah. I wish I could do that. Pipe down. What is it? <laughs> Pipe down, Chachi. Yes. <laughs> but even just like, and, and he it, just kicks them out for no reason. And the way he responds to one of the clicks is this like want to be um, yes. Rastafarian because he's an African American teacher yeah. Yeah. and then there's these white boy Rastafarians <laughs> yeah. Yeah. who are like yeah, yeah man, man. Like, don't get me started <laughs> it's like you fuckers yeah, like, don't get me started <laughs> on you idiots <laughs> yes I just that was so good and yeah the yeah, the writing is smart well, it? reminds me of like students I teach that are there like rapping along to like a hardcore rap and they're the palest kind of like <laughs> thing it's like every time <laughs> oh, oh come on found belonging in a place where yeah. they don't belong yeah <laughs> yeah it's just so much cultural appropriation <laughs> we didn't talk about shakespeare too much no do you have you ever read taming of the shrew i've never read it i remember i saw it when i was in even early early high hurley, hurley. Early, <laughs> early high school and i think it was one of the first shakespeare's i ever saw so it was a little bit lost by it at that age right, but was yeah. very excited because it was connected to yes, this and yeah. I think I could follow but I was a bit shocked that it didn't follow this no it doesn't <laughs> really does it no I was sort of yeah waiting for the story beats of this to follow it yeah but it doesn't I think it's maybe more inspiration than anything yeah. else yeah I would love to read it or for our fans to get together and put on a performance of Taming of the Shrew <gasps> that would be great Please do yeah. it. That would be so good. If it comes out, we should go and mm, see it. Yeah. If someone decides to do it. It is interesting too that the people who wrote this, the two mm. women that wrote this, they also went along later and wrote, um, you know, what's the Twelfth Night one? She's the Man. Oh, did they? Yeah. So, you know, they're onto a good thing. They are. Yeah. Yeah. She's the Man. I actually didn't mind that film. I love that film. Yeah. I absolutely adore it. I wish I had it on DVD because we could talk about it. It's the same sort of... It's very similar to this. Right. Except a, another generation. Yeah. Maybe not as risque, I think. I don't think one. it's as clever. It's, pre- it's pretty Is it good. Is pretty clever? Okay. I need to watch it again. Give it a watch. Because I, I really liked the young... The woman who plays, or the girl who plays the main character in that is... Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. And I liked her in that film. And then she just went, she had that, she had such a terrible breakdown afterwards. Like her life has just seemed to have gone to shambles afterwards. Mm. And I always remember feeling sad about that because it was such a a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is, it is a sad story. Yeah. Um, The writers also wrote, wrote Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. And I should tell you that their names are... Karen McCullough and Kristen Smith. Yeah. So very clever. Um, Um, Really get get that teen kind of humour. I liked The Ugly Truth too. They wrote The Ugly Truth. Um, I've never seen it. it It's a bit terrible, but Mm. it was one of the smarter rom-coms that I've seen. Um, Apparently they're writing a Spice World sequel. (gasps) Oh! 
at the moment, which is going to be... That is the best yeah. news. I'm going to buy that on DVD <laughs> straight away. Yes. I'm going to pre-order it. Uh, it's animated, apparently. Oh, no. Okay. Weird. Well, people have aged, haven't they? I don't care. I want to see them <laughs> age. You um, know, you just know that Posh Spice is never going to sign no, up to that. that's just it. Victoria Beckham's got other things yeah. to do. Other fish to fry. But speaking about the writers, I don't know if you know this, but mm. Gil Junger wrote a sequel to oh, 10 really? Things I Hate About You. Yeah. So the, these writers didn't... The original writers, Karen McCullough... Kristen Smith. <laughs> so Karen McCullough and Kristen Smith did not write the sequel. Oh, it's, Kirsten Smith. Oh, Kirsten, Kirsten Smith. Smith. <laughs> My sight. I'm all... Karen McCullough and Kirsten, Kirsten Smith, Smith did not write the sequel. It was a cancelled... It's been cancelled. So it was written. He was... They were trying to finance it. Evan Rachel Wood was going to be in it along with some other people. They actually started filming it. Um, but then some things happened. Like, she, I think she was pregnant. They had to change the schedule because she was pregnant. But then a range of other things happened. There's rumours about, you know, not getting along, unpaid yep. production crew. Oh, like, no. I don't know. There's a lot of rumours. It's hard to find information about yep. it. It was called... Like, you just know that it's going to be terrible. Yeah. It's called 10 Things I Hate About Life. Uh, Why? You just don't need to do... It's like, it's not a sequel, but it's like an anthology. They tried to make it into... Isn't it? Is that an anthology? Like, same themes, different people, whatever. And probably if they'd waited a bit longer, it would have definitely got the green light for direct DVD sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, So that was in... When did they try and do this? 2012. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was about... This was the premise, Mm. which... Also, maybe why it's cancelled. I don't know. What do you think about this? It was the premise was two people. So Evan Rachel Wood and I think the guy was going to be Thomas McDonnell, who I don't know who he was, who is. But mm. these two characters are about to kill themselves. Great start. They're, they're suicidal, and they meet, and with meeting, they decide that they can yeah love life again. Mm. So that was the premise of the film. Yeah. I, not no. sure. Not sure about that. Yeah. That's... Especially not, like, maybe for an indie... Maybe if it was a different film? Yes, exactly. Not related to this? Yes. That you sounds can't, ridiculous. It, yeah. You can't do that with this. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's weird. It is, isn't it? It's really weird. Apparently, Wood was being sued for $30 million by the, pro- by the producers for refusing to continue working on the film, but apparently that's also not true. Yep. So, you know, it's really hard to find information on it. But just, I was just like, you can't, I just don't think you can. No. Just let it be. Yeah. It's like when they tried to make the TV series about Clueless as well. Like, yep. it's just fucking Hollywood wanting to make more money. That's it. <sighs> yeah. I think it could work as a musical. <gasps> That'd, That'd be, be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to choose who writes it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, the only other thing I want to talk about was its awards. It yes. did very well at the MTV Movie Awards yes, and I the Teen imagine. Choice Awards. Yes, I can um, imagine. Including... Uh, Best Kiss. What was it? Best Kiss. Choice movie villain for Joey. Choice movie hissy fit for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yes. He does have a hissy fit. (laughs) I'm really glad they acknowledge that. Yeah. I'll talk about hissy fits. One of my other favorite lines was when Bianca's losing it and he's like, what planet do you live on? (laughs) And then um, planet, like, what does she say? What planet do you live on? Planet loser. And Kat goes, as opposed to planet, look at me. Look Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I love that. It also won choice movie funniest scene for, and all it says on Wikipedia is a scene featuring David Kremoltz. 
I'm ah. like, which scene was it? Was it the scene where he is on his little motorbike? My and balls, my balls. <laughs> he tumbles down. It's a great scene. He's or is like, it the dick on my face so, scene? It might be the dick on so my face excellent. scene. The other scene, he's like riding his little scooter thing <laughs> and he swerves. Cat actually cuts him off in her car yeah. and he swerves down and the, the school is on a hill and he like tumbles over the hill. Everyone comes and watches. He like goes over, head over heels, head over heels, head over heels. Everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. There's silence. He stands up. Yay! And then everyone like cheers him. It's a great scene. Yep. I hope it was that scene. I hope it was that scene. But uh, that that was the sort of the extent of its um, awards potential. Yeah, fair enough. But I think they'll look back on no that now. No soundtrack awards? Um, no, nothing that I could say. Um, the soundtrack was so good. It was so good. Still so good. Yeah. So definitely Spotify that, folks. Um, on the, I think on the soundtrack they don't actually have the Spider Bait song, Sunshine Through My Window. No, that definitely was on the soundtrack are you sure i'm looking at it here and it's not there on the soundtrack listing here yeah because it's not there it's not on it remember that song it's not on it i swear to you from maybe it was just another cd that i'm thinking of when i was young but i just it's not on it's not on there i i believe you i promise because i'm looking at it right now yeah i i because i feel like i either like as soon as i got itunes or anything like that i was Fine. I was using the yeah. soundtrack. I was listening to the soundtrack, and I was so frustrated that, that song wasn't on it because it's one of my favorites. I yeah, I believe you. But if you'd asked me beforehand, if <laughs> you would of course you would have like, thought yeah. yeah, of course it's a it's a you know yeah. a, a song that's part of a really seminal moment. Um, yeah, maybe they couldn't get the rights or something from an Australian band. I know. <laughs> I wonder if Heath Ledger was like, "Have you heard of Spider Bait?" <laughs> I assume so. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do with your copy? I have to keep my copy. Oh, it's not mine. you've got specific instructions. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep this, yeah. obviously. Everyone should keep it. If you see it in an op shop, buy it. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Yeah, you should all have a copy of this film because it's a beautiful film. I wonder if we watched it without having the nostalgia, what we would think of it. Well, I was recently on a school camp and I brought along a bunch of DVDs because there was no Wi-Fi but DVD players. Uh, and this was the one that they chose. Oh, and did they like it? Yeah. Oh, they love it. Mm. Have they all seen it before? Um, well, I wasn't actually there while they were watching uh, it, but that was the one. They're like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Oh, and they took that one. Wow, that's so interesting. Mm. So right. definitely keeping it, going back into my DVD collection mm-hmm. and back into yours. That's it. And we encourage everybody to... To go buy a copy. Please go buy a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically get the one... That, that says, says Australia's, Australia's Heath Ledger. Ledger on the top. I was we are at, proud, aren't we? Yeah, this is the Australian edition. On the actual normal one I looked up, that's got like a, let me tell you the ways I... Like this tagline yeah. here? Yeah, that's it. How do I loathe thee? Let, let me count, count the ways. ways. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Up the top. Oh, that's so sad, that bit where she does her poem and she cries. and oh, It's beautiful. We all hope for a love like Cat and Patrick's. I said to Laura... I want you to sing to me in front of a crowd. And she was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Just not going to happen. Oh, damn it. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the episode, folks. What are we doing next week, Paul? Next week, we're doing one of my DVDs, Mm -hmm. another comedy. Uh Uh-huh. Zombieland. Is this because I said I like zombie films when we talked about disaster films last week? It was... I don't know if I'm going to... I'll tell you at the start of next episode okay. <laughs> about why I chose this film this okay. week in particular. All right. Well, yeah. I look forward to it. It's a story. Okay. <laughs> the world's against If you. that is not a cliffhanger, yeah. I don't know what is. But we will leave it there for now. Thanks again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe as always. Mm-hmm. Um, tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Listen to it with a group of people so that they get hooked as well. Yeah. 
And we will see you next week. Oh, and also follow us at DVD Clutter. D-V-D-E-C-L-U-T-T-E-R. On all of the things like the Instagram and the Twitter. Yeah. And you can even email us at Gmail. But thanks again for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Started. Oh, I forget how to start it. Hi, I'm Beck. That's it. <laughs>